We're talking Dynasty Waiver Wire and all of the crazy news around the NFL today on Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? Going great. How about you? Oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. okay. It, it felt like a, a dark week around the league. Just so many injuries. Uh, yeah. We've been... We've been kind of lucky when it comes to injuries this year so far through uh, through the first six weeks. And, of course, we had some serious ones. Javante Williams was a, a tough blow to dynasty managers um, and, and Trey Lance as well. But it hadn't been the headline that like it was in week seven. And oh, it, the news just keeps coming. Players out multiple weeks. Players out for the season. We're going we're gonna to talk about most of those today, but... Oh, just just a rough one. Yeah, so that that in, in in turn gives us a jam-packed show. So let's dig right in, right? Yeah, absolutely. Plenty to talk about, uh, especially when it comes to the dynasty waiver wire. As we always do, we will go position by position here. We'll start at quarterback. Not quite as much here. Um, most of those injuries were at other spots other than quarterback. Uh, Ryan Tannehill for the Titans uh, did leave the game briefly, came back in. Doesn't seem like he'll miss much time or maybe maybe no time at all. Um, but this is the second time this season we've seen Malik Willis in action. He got some he got some time in a uh, in a blowout earlier in the year, and I don't know maybe maybe in that division they they still the Titans still have their sights on yeah, winning so it. It's so. it's so ugly, but I just I just wonder when it's time to start adding Malik Willis. He's he's certainly rostered in Superflex leagues already, but if you're in a one quarterback dynasty league, I think I would be trying to get ahead of the the crowd and go ahead and stash him. Oh, I think so too. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of deeper one quarterback leagues. He's already out there. Probably some people even use second round rookie picks on him. Maybe they've dropped them since, who knows, but if he's out there, I would definitely grab him because just his style of play, as we know, is very, very fantasy friendly in a young Jalen Hurts type of manner. You know, I mean, even while he's learning, he has value and is even a starter possibly. So, yeah, I would be all over him. And the thing hurting him is what you mentioned is the Tennessee's probably the front runner to win that division now. So they're not going to bench Tannehill probably no matter what. Well, one quarterback from that division that was benched yeah. this came down yesterday. Matt Ryan has lost his job, and uh, Sam Ellinger going to take over. This is not not a guy who came into the league with much fanfare. Um, they 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 sure wish they had a better option at backup quarterback. If they did, this probably would have happened sooner. But the announcement was moving forward the rest of the season. Sam Ellinger is going to be the starter. Um, uh, obviously barring injury, you know, he, he's a super flex ad because he's sure, a starting sure. quarterback, but, but my expectations for Ellinger are, are pretty low. 
What are your what are your thoughts on Ellinger on Matt Ryan? Is is, is this kind of it for Matt Ryan? Is this how we see his career end? I think so. I mean, it, it feels like it. It, right? it really does. He's he's had one good game, and that was two weeks ago. He was horrendous this past week. Can't really protect himself. Doesn't trust himself in the pocket. Turns the ball over way too much. Doesn't create any big plays. Um, Great career, but that's a wrap. I mean, I think you can cut him in all formats. I mean, I guess not super flex, but I mean, and I don't have much hope at all for Ellinger. And this kills Pittman, kills, I mean, all the Colts now to me are bad. Is this a, is this a Colts tank job, you know, trying to get next year's quarterback? I'm not sure. Again, in, in that right. division, um, it, it may be a, right, it may be a below 500 record that that actually wins the uh wins the division so i'm not sure if it's a, a tank job i mean some of the reports that came out suggested uh the uh, jim Mercer and the ownership there was was just frustrated with matt ryan as you know as anybody watching that that colts yeah. team would be so they seem to get frustrated um, quick though too that organization ownership that, that, is true. <laughs> that is true but i mean in this case it's understandable oh, you know it is. they've they've had the rotation of of quarterbacks, Matt. I don't know if you saw my tweet a few weeks ago, uh, listing the the future um, Indianapolis Colts quarterbacks. You know they've had they've they've kind of hit on a, a trend here of getting these retread quarterbacks, Philip Rivers a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, Carson Wentz, and Matt Ryan. So uh, I just thought it would be funny to list the the quarterbacks <laughs> through next? the next decade. <laughs> um, I think I think next was Tom Brady next year, Tom Brady. Okay, sure. Um, and, and, you know, we'll see Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson show up there eventually. And uh, obviously that was that was tongue in cheek, but the Colts have kind of brought some of that on themselves. I saw I saw RG3 say on Twitter today that they still haven't gotten over Andrew Luck's retirement. And that is that is so, so true. Oh, uh, they haven't figured out quarterback since that surprise announcement several years ago. So, yeah, I mean, grab Ellinger in your super flex league if he's not already rostered, but uh, I don't know if I keep, keep the expectations in check. 100%. But you got to be attentive. Let, Pay attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to move forward here. Uh, let's talk running back. Um, a couple of interesting guys at the top here. And in most leagues, I think these guys are already rostered because we got some late week news last week that would have led to them getting picked up. Now, I know I have a couple of leagues that uh, the waiver wire is not open. It runs once a week, and and it's locked the rest of the time. So if you're in a league like that, maybe Gus Edwards is still sitting out there on the waiver wire. Uh, We didn't hear officially that he would be active until Sunday morning. He was active and, and basically served as the clear lead back for Baltimore. We also had J.K. Dobbins placed on the injured reserve last week, so the assumption is this is Gus Edwards job for the next month, at least maybe even longer. He ran hard on Sunday and looked looked very strong. Uh, 16 carries, 66 yards, couple of touchdowns and, and Baltimore gets the win there. Thoughts on Gus Edwards. Yeah. They've needed stability in the backfield. I mean, Drake yes. isn't, you know, they, they were hoping that'd be Dobbins injuries changed that. Uh, that's all. That's the best thing I can say about it. Stable, trustworthy, tough understands exactly what they're all about um i think he's a fantasy starter now i also Mm. want to caution people that i think the browns run defense is the worst in the league and he still only rushed for 66 (laughs) yards you know so if you're getting offers you might want to consider it 
You're taking any second for Gus Edwards, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other situation and, and the biggest news of the week, the some of the biggest news of the season came down on Thursday night. The Christian McCaffrey trade to San Francisco. We'll, we'll get your take on that one soon, Matt. Mm-hmm. But in Carolina, that leaves Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. They shared the backfield on Sunday. Both had very nice games against a... Uh, a fading fast <laughs> yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Uh, Foreman ends up with 118 rushing yards, couple catches for 27 yards. Hubbard, 63 rushing yards and a touchdown, couple catches for him as well. He also suffered an ankle injury, so that's going to be one to watch. Uh, but again, if your waiver wire was already locked after Thursday night, those uh, both of those Carolina backs are going to be near the top of your wish list. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we should have super high expectations for these guys. I mean, despite that win, this is still a bad football team. They're still going to lose and be far behind, I think, in the majority of their games. I don't know that I'm looking at either Foreman or Hubbard as anything more than than flex options. Right. I 100% agree. I also think, you know, especially now with all these extra picks, they'll probably use a third round pick on a running back, if not higher. I mean, these guys won't be the starters next year. They'll be back to where they were as fighting for time. Um, I think they consider Chuba the starter, but I think Foreman's the better player. Chuba, obviously younger Foreman had a, had a nice season taking over for an injured Derrick Henry a year ago. uh, So he could get that shot again. Uh, again, both of those guys, if they're still out on your waiver wire, should be priority ads this week. Matt, when we come back, I want to get your thoughts on Christian McCaffrey and his new team. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, a, a big thing with BetterHelp is focusing, instead of focusing on problems, they want to focus on solutions. And there's been many times in my career Hey, when we all got fired by the Browns. I mean, that is a great example. Um, but with a different mindset, you can really figure things out much better with this therapy. And I think therapy is something that everybody should get involved with. And the people with better help are phenomenal in that way. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, better help is a great option. It's convenient, it's accessible, affordable, entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and then switch therapists anytime you want. So there's plenty of options there. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can help you get help get you there. So visit betterhelp.com slash locked on, all one word, today for 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash locked on. Folks, I've also told you about LinkedIn jobs quite a bit as well. And it, it, it's so easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn, whether you're looking to hire or you're looking to change careers or advance in the career you're in now. So you simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and expertise so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Um, you, you want to finish this year strong with the right team, and th- this th- this group will certainly help you do that, LinkedIn Jobs. It's why small businesses ranked rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. 
That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, let's go back to the running back position. As I said, the big news came Thursday night during the uh, first game of Week 7 when the Christian McCaffrey trade was announced. Now, I know when we were on this show last week, on this waiver show, you threw in, don't forget to add Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard in case there's a trade. Yeah, right. And at that point, I thought a trade of Christian McCaffrey was unlikely. We had heard that the Carolina Panthers were looking for multiple first-round picks, and I certainly didn't think that would happen, so I I thought maybe at that point he would stay. And, and of course, instead – they get multiple day two and three picks over the next two seasons, and uh, and that obviously was enough for them to make the move. We talked about the Carolina end of things with, with Foreman and Hubbard, and obviously they're trying to stockpile picks looking ahead. But talk about McCaffrey's fit in San Francisco from a scout's point of view. I think if you look at him like a traditional running back or a traditional Niners running back, Mostert, or these straight-ahead McKinnon, you know, these straight-ahead guys, it it doesn't seem like a good fit. But I honestly think McCaffrey might be closer to Debo Samuel than he is Raheem Mostert or Elijah Mitchell or somebody like that. Like, I think they look at him as a weapon. And knowing what Kyle Shanahan likes to do, he just wants to put people in conflict. And if they can put a five-man group of skill guys out there of McCaffrey, Juszczyk, who's very important to them and can actually carry the ball as well as block, Kittle, who does so many different things, Debo, who also can carry the ball and block and is nasty, and Ayuk, that's hard to deal with. I mean, most people would think you just put your base 3-4 or 4-3 out there against that, and then they're going to go empty on you. You know, So it really puts you in a bind he looked great. I mean, his production wasn't awesome this week, but he's certainly spry, and I think he'll put up big numbers. Yeah, flexibility feels like mm-hmm. the word uh, of the, the key word for San Francisco because uh, really all of those 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 key players, those weapons, can kind of do it all or do right, multiple right. things. I mean, we know about Debo. We know McCaffrey is, you know, maybe as good of a pass catcher as as he is a runner. Um, it's it's going to be fun to watch that play out. I think it's a boost for McCaffrey, even if there are some of those questions about how he'll be used or will they use multiple running backs still? Or how does Elijah Mitchell fit in when he comes back? Uh, for me, it boils down to Carolina was a terrible offense right. and San Francisco is, uh, is a much better offense, if not one of the best in the league and, and one of the best coached in the league. So I think it's a good thing for McCaffrey. I think it boosts uh, certainly his short-term value in production, but it, it, his dynasty value as well. I 100% agree. And this isn't really a fantasy nugget, but I absolutely think that, I know they just got beat bad by Kansas City, but it, it helps them compete for a title this year. But as important as that, if not more, I sure think it makes you know Trey Lance's life next year much, much easier. And think about that fivesome I mentioned with Lance as a quarterback. You have like, Four of your six are really good ball carriers. Well, I mean, you look at 
and and again they took a took a tough loss uh, on sure. Sunday. But you look at the NFC and outside of the Eagles, who are just rolling. I mean, who's They're the second it, right. best team in the AFC? Hundred percent in the in the NFC. I, Maybe Minnesota. You know, ca- I think it's Dallas. Right, a case right. can be made for Minnesota. A case can be made for Dallas, but this is this is their play to to be that team and 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 eventually win a Super Bowl. That's mm-hmm. their obvious plan. Let's finish the running back conversation with some tough news. Rookie Brees Hall, who we were loving. Uh, we, we, we almost as, as a unanimous dynasty community had boosted him up to the RB one in dynasty overall after just six weeks, he suffers the torn ACL on Sunday. Uh, he is going to miss the rest of the season. Uh, we're going to get into, into some running back talk a little bit more on tomorrow's show, but obviously just a devastating loss for the jets for uh devastating for Brees Hall himself, who was off to an awesome start to his career. And then much further down that line is, is us fantasy players and dynasty <laughs> managers who now need to figure out what to do without Brees Hall and, and how do we really value him moving forward? In, the immediate decision is go grab Ty Johnson off your waiver wire. We certainly assume Michael Carter uh, will be the starter for the Jets. Uh, we also assume he's rostered in nearly every dynasty league. If he's not, he's the number one priority this week. But in most dynasty leagues where guys like Michael Carter are on a roster already, Ty Johnson is uh, the next option. Played a nice role last year and, and really for the past couple of years for the Jets. He ended up with four finishes as a top 20 running back in 2021. Uh, nice pass catcher out of the backfield. So, uh, he can he can be a flex option, and you know, knock on wood, if anything were to happen to Carter, we would we would see some significant time for Ty Johnson. Uh, but go back to Brees Hall and, and just your thoughts on the whole situation. Yeah, man. I mean, it's right there with Javante Williams is most devastating things you could hear as a as a as an owner for you know dynasty purposes. But even unlike Williams, his offense was showing a lot of signs of life. They were dedicated to him. You know, he looked like Offensive Rookie of the Year already. You know, I mean, the offense was going through him highly efficiently, and he was passing every test, I mean, without question. Um, I think Johnson is a a must-pickup. I mean, he's going to play every week. Carter will get a huge bump in usage, but I don't know that he's going to be a 80% snap guy or anything like that. I mean, he's not the biggest guy in the world. And the beauty of Johnson, too, is you're one injury away from him being the bell cow, probably. Yeah, Johnson, as I said, more probably more suited to be that um, that pass catcher. I, mm-hmm. I don't think he's – he wouldn't do well with that role to himself. I think he's always going to be a piece of a committee, part of a committee, but still uh, could, could be a, an important part for sure. Uh, Matt, we've got a lot of wide receivers to talk about. Most of these are injury-related as well. Uh, the one that's that's really not is Darius Slayton of the Giants. Uh, a- after all the moves they made – this is a guy who was kind of uh, kind of given up on and, and forgotten, uh, but he's popped up with a couple of nice games, ended up with 58 yards and a touchdown on uh, on Sunday as the Giants beat the Jaguars. Wondell Robinson is, is, is definitely the guy to have there oh, yeah. in that offense, uh, but he's, he's not on your waiver wire. Darius Slayton might be, and at worst is, is going to be the second option in that offense, I think. So look for Slayton on your waiver wire 
And then then the injuries start piling up mm-hmm. again. Mike Williams was the next one to suffer a, a injury. Sounds like a high ankle sprain for him. He's going to miss multiple weeks, according to his head coach. And this this Chargers team, wow. man. Yeah. I mean, J.C. Jackson done for the year as well. I don't know what it is. Every single year, the Chargers with these devastating injuries, and I don't know if we have to go that far with Mike Williams in the in the ankle, but he's going to miss some time. Keenan Allen just finally getting back in the lineup. He didn't do anything. Uh, Josh Palmer, right. yeah, Josh Palmer has missed some time. Really, if you play for the Chargers, you're probably. Uh, you're probably going to miss some time with an injury. DeAndre Carter has has taken advantage of his playing time opportunity. I expect he will continue to do that uh, with Williams gone. But I mean, he's he's not the type of player that Williams is. And they don't maybe 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 Josh Palmer slides into that role and Carter's. Uh, playing mainly out of the slot. That'd be my guess. Who knows what they're going to do? Yeah, that'd be yeah. my guess. I think Palmer's more of an outside guy. They seem like a team that should trade for Chase Claypool or Jerry Judy or you know. I mean, I know that's in the division, but uh, that, things aren't going well. You need to mention Bosa and Slater, and I mean the other those injuries that aren't fantasy related. I guess Carter's relevant. I mean, I'm not doing jumping jacks over that either. No, he's he's your wide receiver three, a flex guy at best. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, with, with so many injuries piling up, we've got some more of them to talk about. We'll do that right after this. But first, folks, let me tell you about prize picks. We have talked a lot about prize picks. I've made some good bucks on prize picks. Um, you know, we got the beauty of it to me is you're not playing against other people that might just get lucky and beat you. You know what I mean? Like I've got a bunch of entries and it's really just me against the, you know, against the, the lines that they set. And what you do is you pick between two and five players. And if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any of your entries. So again, I don't love competing against other people. It's just me versus projections. I feel like I'm a little bit more in control that way. Uh, prize picks offers projections on any sport you watch. I mean, of course, NFL and basketball and MLB and hockey and PGA and college football, but all the way down to NASCAR and esports and cricket and Euro basketball and women's college sports. You know, it, it's anything you want. Tennis. Uh, entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. I mean, they, they trust me, it takes no time, not even close to 60 seconds. Safe and fast withdrawals. They're currently operational in over 30 states as well as in Canada. So here's what you have to do to make this happen. Download the PrizePick app or go to prizepicks.com and sign up to play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. 100% instant deposit. With our promo code locked on. if you deposit $100, PrizePicks will give you $100. If you deposit $10, they'll give you $10. Uh, don't forget to enter our promo code locked on. All right, Matt, let's finish up with this waiver wire talk. Several other wide receivers to consider. Uh, We also saw DK Metcalf go down with an injury. Uh, Not a lot of information on that. Sounds like it's not quite as bad as it it, uh, was first thought or assumed. Knee injury, not going to need surgery. Could miss some time, but uh, the, the... comment i saw was that he's pushing to even practice this week and uh maybe he maybe he doesn't miss too much time marquise goodwin uh had a big game yeah uh with with some increased playing time four catches 67 yards and a couple of scores i mean we know the story there in seattle they have very little depth uh 
at the receiver position behind Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Um, so, so these guys who don't sound like uh, household names in dynasty or, or long-term dynasty assets are going to get a shot here. Uh, Goodwin's one of those. Dwayne Eskridge is maybe next in line for that. Um, he, he didn't do anything on Sunday, but uh, obviously if DK misses some time, somebody's picking up the slack there. I assume they're going to have to get Eskridge geared up. You know, I mean, I liked him coming out of school. He just hasn't done much. Godwin or Goodwin's been flash in the pan. <laughs> you know, I mean, we know what type of player he is too. He's a speed merchant. Well, I mean, the thing is Goodwin, Eskridge, are, are, and really Lockett still are, are those speed options, yeah. right? I mean, Smaller, they don't, fast, yeah. um, right. They, they're all kind of the same guy. So, uh, they don't have anybody on that roster that looks like DK Metcalf. Not, <laughs> no. not many teams do. Uh, another injury for the green Bay Packers. They lost, they lose Randall Cobb a couple weeks ago. Uh, on Sunday, Alan Lazard goes down with a shoulder injury. Uh, his arm is now in a sling his his status moving forward is obviously uh in doubt uh for sure amari rogers is uh the, the guy who saw some uh some additional playing time didn't do him much with it honestly a couple catches for 14 yards mm-hmm. and I, I don't know this is probably an offense to stay away from at this point it really seems that way i liked rogers coming out of school but i mean he's had plenty of opportunities to do anything and they never seem to show any faith in him yeah i think i'm staying away from all those guys um they're another team that really screams, man, maybe we should offer something for Elijah Moore or, you know, one of Judy or somebody like that. Yeah, definitely some uh, some wide receivers on the trade block that the, the uh, trade deadline is, uh, I think it's actually a week from today, Matt. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's one week Tuesday. from today. So maybe we'll be uh, sitting here next week talking about some of these receivers who have been uh, traded last guy to consider on the uh, on the wide receiver waiver wire Braxton Berrios we saw Corey Davis who'd been having a nice year also uh, suffer an injury in that Jets game Elijah Moore's status is up in the air we'll see if he can get back on the field uh, soon hopefully he can tight ends David Njoku with a high ankle he's going to miss some time Harrison Bryant uh, is a really nice player he's actually yeah, probably yeah. rostered in some deeper dynasty leagues already and uh, a, a nasty injury daniel bellinger the rookie for mm. the giants with an eye injury i don't know if you saw that one matt i didn't but, see it live uh, but i heard yeah uh yeah poked in the eye leaves the game on a cart with a with a bloody eye a bloody face going to need to see an eye specialist will need surgery and the rest of his season is in doubt that's how serious that eye injury is definitely scary stuff when you're when you're talking about uh, things like that. Chris Miriak is the next guy up. Um, uh, definitely not a household name, but uh, he's actually been getting some playing time, even with uh, Bellinger uh, kind of starting to come on here. Um, I don't yeah, know I mean, much it, about it, him, but uh, somebody's got to catch passes there. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't either, but as I said, they've been giving him some playing time from what I can tell, mostly a uh, a big blocker type, but he'll uh, – He'll get a chance here, unfortunately, with Daniel Bellinger out. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. 
That is it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.